Hello, everybody. You are listening to episode 15 of Eliza G Fitness, Hotter Than Health podcast, a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, overall healthy lifestyles, and most importantly, your morning conference call. For those of you who don't know what that is, you will soon. I'm Eliza Gelman, creator of Hotter Than Health, personal trainer, nutrition aficionado, and recently podcaster. So before we get too, too into it, we've got we, me, I, it's just me. I've got an awesome show for you today. Um, but go on to iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a review, write a comment, leave a five star, leave a one star. I don't really care. Just, you know, go pay it a visit, help my SEO, all that good stuff. And um, that is much appreciated. Most people are just screenshotting where they're listening to this and then posting it on their Instagram live story or wherever or on Facebook and just saying, hey, this is great. It's helped me um, become regular. It's helped me poop or blah, 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 whatever it's helped you do, even if it's just, you know, a good way to pass the time in the car. Much appreciated. So I asked on my Instagram story last week, wanted to get ahead of it. Um, and I think I'm going to start doing this more because it was super, super helpful. I got a ton of feedback from you guys. Thank you. So a lot of people wanted to learn more about antioxidants and leafy greens and things like that. So we also had a bunch of people messaging me. Why do I keep saying we? I am the only, I'm the sole operator. This is just a one-man show over here. But It's just me. So anytime I say we, it's just me referring to myself and you know, you sometimes people who are listening, but typically it's just me and my dad. Thanks, dad. So um, it was really helpful, though, to get that content from you guys and those questions and those follow-up questions. So I'm going to keep doing that until it doesn't work anymore, and then we'll change it up. But we're going to be talking about antioxidants and leafy greens and things like that, as well as some hit training tips specific for over the holidays and how you can kind of just keep it in your life while you're on vacation and it doesn't escape you too much, especially if you're one of those people that might get that kind of guilty feeling like, oh my God, I didn't work out. And then you crash workout as soon as you get home. It's just, that's not a sustainable way to live. Let's just take it a day at a time. Everything is going to be all right. Thanksgiving is one freaking day. Just relax. So let's go ahead and get right into this and talk a little bit about antioxidants. Um, while we're talking, I have some hot tea with me and I thought it's so good and I thought I would share. So it is a tea bag of just ginger tea. I don't know. I guess just plain ginger tea with a little pinch of black pepper a little pinch of turmeric because you want to have black pepper with your turmeric. And I know I've said this before. You want to have black pepper with your turmeric. It helps the absorption of it. Um, and it has a ton of anti-inflammatory properties. I have an entire lemon in here. Nope. I still have the seeds in here and I keep getting them stuck in my mouth and then swishing them in. It's not a pretty looking tea. It looks like mud, but it's great. So I've got that, a whole lemon and some cayenne. So it's a little mm, spicy at the end. thought it was really... It's just helping me get kind of cleared out. My nose is a little a little stuffy, so it's been nice. Anyways, I thought I would share. thought you might like that. All right, so mm, antioxidants. I feel like I talk about this mm, three times a day, but I thought I would just aggregate some of the information that I put out there in an obnoxious amount and give it to you all, um, all you beautiful listeners who are interested in you know, 
beautiful, bouncy, luscious, baby-like skin. Who doesn't want their skin to feel like a baby ass? Um, I know I do. So antioxidants, that's one reason why it comes up so often. Um, That and people getting sick a lot. So what antioxidants are, let's just start off the bat with that. They are basically, and I Googled this because I'm not very eloquent and I know what I'm talking about, but I wanted to just make it super concise. It's a substance that inhibits oxidation and especially ones used to counteract the deterioration of stored food products, which I thought was a really great way to explain it. So in layman's terms, in the way that I would explain it without sounding like a doctor, because you guessed it, I'm not one, um, think of what this means. It just means oxidation is what happens when things start to rust and tarnish. So we don't want that to be happening to our cells. The more damage we do to ourselves, our cells, the more likely we are to um, develop chronic diseases and inflammation and even certain types of cancers. Our immune system is a bit lower and things like that. And that's just not what we want. So if you're thinking of things outside of the outside of your body that are rusting and tarnishing, that's oxidizing. And that's not what you want. That's not like a healthy process to happen inside of you. So antioxidants are going to help repair the cells that are being damaged or were damaged. So it really, it's not, you know, just a cure-all pill. I don't recommend taking supplements for it, and I'll get back into that in a second, but I do recommend having all of these things, like antioxidants and vitamin C and vitamin D. I recommend having them through a plant-based lifestyle, and I'm, again, I had oysters this weekend. I had seafood this weekend. I am not a vegan, but I'd say 80% of the time I am just because I have way more energy that way, and I feel amazing. That's a whole other podcast. But so oxidative stress that comes with, you know, the environment and our poor health issues, poor food issues, things like that, they're going to be linked to like heart disease, bad skin, low energy, cancers, all due to free radicals in our body. Um, And sorry, that text just went off so annoying. Uh, They're all due to the free radicals in our body and free radicals are are going to be in our body. Our body develops free radicals within itself just because um, our body has so much to do. So if we are not properly nourishing ourselves with antioxidants, which fight free radicals inside your body, and giving it vitamin C and things like that, then we're at risk for damaging the cells. And sometimes that damage can be not, it can be irreparable. If that's a word, I tried to kind of pivot that line to avoid using the word irreparable. So I hope that's a word. If it's not, the show is not about grammar. Fuck it. So overall, our bodies definitely have free radicals floating around inside of us. We're never going to get just get rid of all of them. We're not ever going to be this perfect specimen with only perfect cells. So our bodies create them and we also get them from the environment. We get them from pollution. We get them from lifestyle choices and diet choices. So um, things like adding really shitty oils to your diet and eating a diet high in like canola oil and fried foods and processed foods, that's going to be super harsh on our system. So adding in a myriad of, yeah, you hear that. I said the word myriad, which is going to completely negate any criticisms I'm going to get from the past words that I've used that don't make any sense. So adding a myriad of different antioxidant rich foods is going to be pivotal in allowing our bodies to help fight these free radicals. And we're going to get into some foods in a second and some tips and tricks on how to add those in naturally um, and actually make them make them taste good. So what we want to be doing is since we can't really avoid our environment and we can't really avoid 
some of these things in our world are out of con- out of our control. So like pollution outside and um, emissions and toxins and you know some types of smoke and um, you know some stressors in our life. We can't really avoid some of those things. So the best things that we could be doing for our body is making sure that we're feeding them the proper antioxidants that can battle those free radicals as soon as they do get in there, right? So some of the benefits of antioxidants, other than just being like the the ninja warrior fighters of cells in our body. Ooh, ninja warrior, I like that. That's good. So they're going to help fight off these free radicals that could obviously damage your cells and, you know, lead to those chronic illnesses like we were talking about. Um, it's also going to help with aging. So a lot of people who have antioxidant-rich diets, they're going to have more of a youthful, glowing skin. They'll have richer, thicker hair. Um, You can see in some people that have a vitamin D or a vitamin C deficiency um, or could use some more antioxidants, basically. You can see that they may have rougher, patchier, bumpy-type skin. They may have thinning hair. They may have, like, brittle nails. They might not have... um, a whole lot of energy. They might be a little bit lethargic. They also might have, you know, patchy, dry, dark patches of skin in some of the lighter parts of, or not lighter, the like thinner parts of their skin. So on the on their creases of their underarms, or even like between their fingers and toes, that is a one type of sign that not, it's not a sign for every single person. Everybody is different, but that is a sign of knowing that maybe you should be looking at your vitamin C and vitamin D intake um, and upping the amount of antioxidants that you have in your diet. So um, when we're exposed, going back to healthy skin, going back to, you know, even in our childhood, these are things that we didn't really know much about. So it's, it's not that if you got sunburned when you were little, then you're totally fucked for the rest of your life, right? No. So what we want to be doing is continuing to add in a a bountiful amount of antioxidants into our diet so that we can prevent other things from happening or at least aid in, um, aid in our body's reaction to them to make them, to make our bodies stronger at fighting off these, these harsh situations that happen on our bodies like sunburn. So for instance, when we're exposed to things like UV rays and we get sunburns or sun poisoning, um, that's a reaction to that oxidative stress. So yes, rubbing yourself down with aloe vera is great for physically treating burns, but loading up on, let's say, an antioxidant-rich smoothie afterwards would be so beneficial for you. So if you are know that you're going to be out in the sun a ton, or honestly, this is just something you should be doing every single day. This isn't just if you live in Miami. This is every day you're going to be exposed to something. But just for example, like if you go get a, uh, if you're in Miami on a bachelorette party and you end up getting super fucking sunburned, then I highly recommend having a super food packed smoothie with chia seeds, blueberries, blackberries, avocado, kale, um, lemon, everything you can think of. Cause all of these dark, rich, leafy, purpley, bluish veggies and fruits are going to be so monumental and adding in antioxidants to your diet, just to your body to help, um, lower that inflammation, give your body the chance to really repair and heal itself. Um, that is one thing that, like, that's a measurable thing that you can do. I know it's getting to be winter time, so don't negate or don't neglect having your 
colorful fruits and your smoothies just because it's cold outside. Make them room temperature. It's not an excuse. You don't have to have a frozen fruit smoothie every morning, but you do need to be adding in your antioxidants, which um, I'm going to give you guys a little teeny tiny recipe once I give you guys more food options down here for antioxidants. And one of them is actually amazing for um, like bedtime in the winter and it's really hot. And I think I talked about it on my last podcast, but hey, we're repeating things. What are you going to do? Um, all right. So having some of these antioxidant rich foods in your diet is also going to be great for your collagen production, which I know I've spoken about before. And I know I have kind of just not debunked, but y'all know that I don't think you need to be getting your collagen from bone broth or from a bunch of animal products or from a package at all. You should be building up your vitamin C and your vitamin D and your antioxidant levels so that your body can naturally produce and protect its own collagen and just to have stronger production. So what that's going to do is when you're upping your antioxidants and you're upping your vitamin C and you're upping your vitamin D, that's all going to work really beautifully together in your body and help with your collagen, which is going to give you that more elastic skin. It's going to help with bone density. It's going to help with your joint strength. It's going to basically, your base, once you do this and your collagen production is strong and um, working optimally, it's going to be like you're dunking yourself in a tube of coconut oil and you're just all lubed up and you're smooth and you're bouncy and nothing it can penetrate you because your skin is so, so strong and it's it's going to be amazing your body's going to love you you'll have brighter skin you won't have that dull you know aged type of look it helps with wrinkle prevention it helps with everything and honestly what I've noticed as I've gotten older and I'm only 25 so I'm not complaining here I'm, I'm happy with you know, the way I look and my body, my collagen production, whatever. But when you're in, especially if you're in the fitness industry, like I am, all you do all day is look at butts. I love, I'm a butt person. I'm an ass person. What am I going to do? And I have noticed that, and I guess I noticed this before, but it's just kind of on the forefront of my mind lately. The under crease of a butt cheek, what I call the banana roll, because sometimes it looks like you just shoved a banana up there. Um, the banana roll of where the crease of your leg meets your butt cheek, that can get super saggy. And that skin can almost get thin. And I'm not saying it's happening to me, but I've seen it happen to people before. And it's only happening in people that are slightly older that I've noticed who don't maybe have the best nutrient-dense diet. So do yourself a favor, do your ass a favor, do your partner a favor, and just you're going to feel so much better overall. Make sure you're boosting up your collagen by enhancing your antioxidants and your vitamin C and your vitamin D so that you don't get that weird wrinkly banana roll underneath your leg, okay? And if you know what I'm talking about, send me a DM and we can talk about it because I'm, I'm all about trying to fix the banana roll. Nobody likes a, a full-blown wrinkly banana. Okay, that's my tangent for for that. Uh, on to the next one. So talking about having that youthful, bouncy, amazing, young-looking skin is going to be a just a byproduct of having that antioxidant-rich uh, diet. So one other reason, and you guys hear me talk about inflammation a lot, 
Um, one of the reasons why I'm such a huge proponent for increasing antioxidants and antioxidant-rich foods in your diet, not just for weight loss or for, not even for regularity, even though that is like the number one thing, and I'm, we'll talk about it later. They, these foods that I'm going to be talking about, they naturally have fiber in them, so it, that's kind of just a added bonus that it's going to help with your regularity. The inflammation is something that is so huge and it can, I mean, I could go on. I'm going to have a whole podcast about just inflammation, but, um, antioxidants are great for reducing inflammation. So inflammation can show up from excessive exercise, stress, overstimulation, sore muscles, diets that are super high in animal products, shitty oils like canola oils, um, having a bunch of those in your diet, lack of sleep. That is, those are all huge, huge, huge factors in having inflammation in your body. And, you know, these are all different things that are almost impossible to avoid in this day and age, but we've got to do the best that we can to minimize the stress on our body so that we can, you know, have an anti-inflammatory life. And I'm not getting you, people can be inflammatory. I have friends or they're not my friends anymore. I have had to cut people out of my life that were just inflammatory as fuck. Like all they did was cause me anxiety. Um, and I try not to use that word lightly, but they would cause me this stress and give me this weird angsty, nervous feeling that just wasn't good. And I had to cut those people out. I also had to cut out, not cut out, but really reduce the amount of, um, processed foods that I had in my diet or even minimizing my caffeine intake because it just made me jittery and I just needed to chill out for a second. So reducing things like that, not saying you have to eliminate anything. I'm more of a reducitarian. So trying to reduce things that cause you that type of stress and internal inflammation. And let me just also point out, having an amazing diet is, or having a diet full of fiber and antioxidants and leafy greens and um, different micronutrients, that's huge, of course. But if you're not getting proper sleep and you haven't figured out your regularity yet, start there. Because if you're clogged up with poo and you're not sleeping at night, then uh, you start there. That's all I'm going to say. I will not go more into it. If you guys have questions, please send me a DM. I am more than happy. I work with tons of clients who are trying to work on this anti-inflammatory lifestyle and it's working great for them. So feel free to reach out to me at any point, but, or if you can't afford meal plans right now, then ask for it for a Christmas gift. Get your parents to reach out to me. They'll set up a consultation. I've done that before too. It works. But either way, um, think, think of your body like this. So your cells in your body, this is one of my analogies, and if you haven't been paying attention for this whole podcast, this is when the fuck you should pay attention, okay? So think of your body like this. Your cells in your body have a lot of work to do. Picture the inside of your body as one of those ninja warrior obstacle courses. We've all seen it, you know, when they're bouncing around and trying to um, get through all these obstacle courses above like a flaming lake of lava or something like that. So your body is a ninja warrior obstacle course that shit's already hard, right? So if you're damaging your cell's environment with shitty food choices, environmental and mental stress without giving it time to recuperate, then it's like you're in the audience throwing flaming balls of fire at the ninja warrior while he's trying to get through the course. So when you're eating a healthful diet of fiber and antioxidants, then you're not only putting out those fires, you're actually helping that little ninja warrior get through the course way more efficiently 
by removing some of those obstacles. So think of your body like that. Give your body a break. You don't want to be like every time you go and reach for that bag of Funyuns as opposed to maybe like pretzels and hummus or carrots and hummus or chickpeas or pop dry popcorn. Anytime you're making a better decision for yourself, like physically, mentally, nutritionally, then think of it like you're taking away one of those tough obstacles for that ninja warrior inside of your body. That's all I'm going to say. Your body does not need any more inflammation than it's already getting naturally that we can't control. So do what you can and reduce the amount of BS that you're putting in your body and in your brain and in your heart and where you're spending your time. And I promise you it will help. Um, so the more you know, regular that you are, um, the more you know, this is going to help with everything. I don't even want to get really into the regularity of it just because you know that I love talking about going to the bathroom and your morning conference call and all that good stuff. But starting with a healthful diet is going to be great too. And that's going to help because it's fiber rich foods and that's going to help you clear out your system. And then you're going to, you know, in return, have that clear skin, that flourishing, thick, shiny hair. It's going to be amazing. Your energy levels are going to just go skyrocket. Um, so, that's that's where I'm going to go with that. I highly recommend adding in um, adding in and taking away. So taking away some things that you know are stressors on your life, try and navigate around those. And I'm not a therapist or a psychologist or anything like that, but I actually just started seeing one and she's the shit and I couldn't be happier. So I definitely recommend everyone get a therapist. I, like I said before, they are like the vegetables of people. They are preventative medicine. Even if your life is great right now, you're like, I don't need a therapist. They're not, you can just go to them preventatively. They're amazing. Tons of insurances cover them. Okay. Plug. Anyways, some of my favorite ways to get antioxidant rich foods into my diet. And this is all stuff that I eat and consume and drink regularly. So just enjoy this. Some of my favorite ways to get antioxidants are, and this is really more for smoothies, this first one, it's blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries. So any dark, dark berry, anything with a super strong, bright, dark color, bright and dark, not the same. So anything with a super rich color, like a pomegranate. Ooh, pomegranate seeds for sure good. Cherries, those kinds of things. Cherries are actually really great with um, helping your body uptake melatonin. So if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe a glass of cherry juice, maybe an hour before bed. Just a thought. So anyways, I'm not really as much of a fruit person as I am like a vegetable and grain person. I don't really have as much of a sweet tooth. Not to say I don't like them, but these are more for smoothies and things like that. So having a smoothie with some acai or some blackberries, raspberries, blueberries mixed with whatever other junk you want to put in there is going to be amazing. Those are definitely a super fruit, a super food, a super food for your skin, fiber, all that good shit. And then if you're cooking and you want to add some antioxidants into your dinner, raw garlic, even though it's kind of tough to digest on some tummies, sometimes it can upset bellies unless it's like pickled. Um, I recommend lightly sauteing it, and then it's it's perfection. You can add that in. Another one that I love personally is broccoli. So one, for anyone who's saying, oh my God, you don't eat meat. How do you get your protein? Broccoli per, per calorie has more protein than steak. So just saying. So broccoli is a great one. Um, you can steam it lightly and then add in some of that cooked garlic or a little bit of raw garlic. And you can add the garlic into like a, a dressing or a sauce of some sort. 
And you could top that with sauteed mushrooms and avocado. Mm, Oh my God, that would be so great. So a broccoli, cauliflower, and garlic stir fry topped with avocado and some sauteed mushrooms. That is a meal that's packed with protein, vitamin C, vitamin D, and hella fiber and antioxidants. That would be amazing. Another one that you know I'm a fan of is lemon. So each morning I try and have the juice of an entire lemon in my hot water with lemon and pink Himalayan sea salt. Um, And what that does is basically it just one, it cleanses out your entire liver. So it's, it's super great. It's basically scrubbing bubbles for your liver. It's also packed with um, vitamin C. It's packed with fiber. It's packed with antioxidants. So just squeeze it all in there. It doesn't have to be pretty. You don't need like a perfect squeezer. I always have lemon seeds in my water. That is fine. It's just a really great source for antioxidants. It's also in season basically annually, but or all year round, but uh, especially during the winter months. So adding that in on to a kale salad or into a dressing or into your water throughout the day, highly recommend. Um, something else that I, I know I spoke about this on my latest podcast, but cacao, if you haven't already invested in just a bag of cacao, turn this fucking podcast off, go to the store or, or pull out your phone, which I know you're already listening on and go to Amazon prime or not Amazon prime and get a high quality cacao powder leave it in your house. You can put it into a smoothie. You can put it into oatmeal. You can, I, this is, this is my number one go-to right now. It is so delicious. Just one scoop of cacao with a little bit of coconut milk, just from a can. I don't use any of the packaged processed coconut milks. So it's just coconut milk and then a little bit of hot water on top of it to heat it up. And then I'll throw a little bit of cinnamon in there and sometimes a tiny bit of honey. Um, this is one of the most, one of the highest forms of antioxidants is cacao. So if you're trying to go to bed, um, this is a amazing elixir to have before bed. You do a little bit of coconut milk or oat milk, mm, yum, oat milk, or and with a little bit of hot water just to heat it up. And then you do your scoop of cacao and then a little bit of honey or however you want to st- sweeten it. If you want to do like a tiny pinch of stevia, I, I don't care how you do it, but I highly recommend doing this while you're laying in bed. It is like hot chocolate. It's so good. Um, this is going to be great for over the holidays, especially as a dessert for kids. Do some hot cacao instead of hot cocoa for, for kids and then add some marshmallows on top throw them a bone whatever have some vegan marshmallows on top of there and they will love it you can also freeze the cacao water coconut mix and throw that into smoothies with the dark berries and the kale and all that stuff so it's more like a dark chocolatey smoothie that is so good and that's enough about cacao okay and then the next one that people don't typically think about is their walnuts So I love walnuts because they're kind of a heartier, meatier texture than other nuts. And you can actually throw them in a salad. And I've done that before. I love throwing them in a salad with some like red onions and peppers and arugula, kale. You throw them in a salad or a stir fry even or on top of your oatmeal or on top of a smoothie. Also, there's just tons of fiber in them and tons of fats. They're also really great for brain and muscle function, or muscle, um, brain and memory function. And you can also see they're like shaped like a little brain. And I think that's pretty cool. So these things are going to be the next avocado toast, I'm telling you. Mark my words. 
walnuts are going to be the next superfoods that is in like Time Magazine or whatever. They're like, oh, um, walnuts are the new kale or the new avocado toast, uh, the new chia seed, which those things are all great, but I'm telling you, walnuts are just not given enough credit. Shout out to walnuts. Um, okay. The next one that I like to talk about, and I talked about this in my TV segment a couple weeks ago on your Carolina in Greenville, and it was spirulina. Hello? Hello? Spirulina? Anybody? It's highest protein per gram than any other food on earth. I mean, it's not going to give you 20 grams of protein. That's not how much you would want to be eating in a day, but in concentration, yes. So spirulina is a dark algae-based superfood, antioxidant rich. I get it in a powder that I got at Whole Foods. And again, I said I wasn't, I'm not a a fan of supplements really. I'll once in a while have my Oro Organics protein powder. Once again, I'll put it in the show notes. It's like the only kind that I ever use. And I recommend it to any client because I just trust their ingredients and I like their product and I like their company and what they stand for. But the spirulina that I use from Whole Foods, it's super basic. I put a scoop into my green smoothie in the morning, which I call the conference call smoothie. It's um, one pear, one apple, a bunch of celery, sometimes some cucumber, a shit ton of kale and spinach, a whole lemon, and what else is in there? Hmm, I'll just do a scoop of spirulina, and it doesn't give it a a taste at all, even though if you smell it, it smells a little fishy. It kind of smells like a seaweed type smell. It's not the best to smell. I mean, it's a little messy, too. However, you can get it in like a bunch of different types of forms. You can get it frozen in a little block or you can get it the way I got it, which is the way I prefer it. So throw a scoop of that into your next smoothie. It's amazing. Or if you're feeling oh so ballsy, which I hope you are, and you're, next time you're making a guacamole, put a scoop of the spirulina in the guacamole. Oh my God, it's unreal. It gives it this weird more of like an umami rich yummy flavor and it kind of brings out the flavor of like the onions and the cilantro and all that good stuff it also just makes it this wild reptar green it's gorgeous it's amazing for Christmas I'm making Christmas guac I don't I don't think that that's never mind we know I'm not a traditional girl so here we go we're making Christmas guac this year um So throw a tablespoon of spirulina into your guacamole or a green smoothie or a soup, anything like that. You can even throw it into like a really creamy hummus and that might be delicious, which I'm sure it would be delicious. It's just going to turn your stuff green, okay? So just be prepared for that. It's super, super dark green. It's like a forest green. It's beautiful. Um, That is one way to easily add in your antioxidants. It's great to have in... um, just in the morning so that you're set kind of for the day since it's so highly concentrated in antioxidants. And I know this is this podcast has gone on a little longer than I expected, which is fine. Here we go. Um, just a couple of HIT training tips. So HIT is high intensity interval training. And so just some tips for the holidays. Um, one thing that I have typically done and what I normally do when I go home is I'll research a couple of gyms in the area like a boutique like a spin studio or um when I go home there's like a 
different type of gym where it's um, there's spin in there, there's like a functional training, there's a hit class involved. Go sign up for a class with a friend in your area. You're not the only friend who wants to stay fit during the holidays. So if you feel like you're one of those people that really wants to get a good workout in before you celebrate or anything like that, most gyms, and I say this from personal experience because I know we're going to be open Thanksgiving Day, go get a workout on Thanksgiving Day or before you hit the road to travel home on Wednesday. Um, Most gyms will do a drop-in rate, and I know it might be slightly more expensive than you want to pay, but if you have class pass or if you want to um, ask them, hey, if I come in twice, will you give me a discounted rate? Gyms love that. They're just trying to fill up those classes. If they're not full, especially, they'll do it, and if they're not, they're idiots. Or you can go to like a YMCA and get a day pass. That's what I always do. I highly recommend it. Even if you're just going to go in, even when you're hungover and do just an incline walk and get your blood flowing, um, kind of take that time. The holidays are a busy time. You want to take that time to just have 20, 30 minutes by yourself where you can kind of not look at your phone or your work email or unless that's something that you want to do, whatever. Uh, If you are in a teeny tiny town where there are no gyms or anything like that, hope that's my car going off. I don't think it is, but whatever. And if you're in a teeny tiny town, then they might not have like a boutique fitness studio or anything like that. What you can do is, and I recommend this to every single one of my clients, and I I mark my words, if you've ever worked with me, you know you've heard me talk about this. It's a Tabata timer. So it's a timer that you can download on your phone. I have it on my phone and I use it a couple times a week, even just at the gym, just to mix it up a little bit. It just is a little, it's called a HIIT timer, H-I-I-T, and it's a little black icon with yellow font. And it's great. It's a, you know, I've talked about this before. It's 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds off, and then it's four minutes, or it'll have like 90 seconds of work, 60 seconds of work, 30 seconds of work, and then you take a break. It's amazing. It's a really great way to just hold yourself accountable. You set this timer and you do your work for until it stops, until it starts beeping. You have a little break, then you keep going and you do this for, you set the timer three times. Yeah, it's 12 minutes. You can do it. You can do it for burpees. You can do it for jump squats. Go hold on to like the Le Creuset pot that you have in the kitchen. Make it heavy. Do a little weighted squat in your kit and your, and honestly, 12 minutes is something that anybody can do without music or without motivation. No offense, but if you're going to be one of those people to complain and you're not setting aside 12 minutes to yourself, I can guarantee that you're going to be on your phone for at least 12 minutes that day. Wouldn't you have rather used that time to like go move your body and sweat a little bit? I would. That's just me though. Um, So that is one option. Also, one great thing that I highly recommend everybody do while they're home for either Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever um, holiday you're celebrating Go to a farmer's market. Try and see if there's a farmer's market in your area. I know farmer's markets typically will open like a holiday market. This is a great way to get seasonal produce. It's a great way to just get out of the house, um, especially when we start to get a bit stir crazy. You can get some nice flowers for the house. You can get some of your Christmas shopping done or your Hanukkah shopping done. Uh, It's a great way. um, And if anybody is in a farmer's market this week, feel free to pick me up some pickled foods. That would be wonderful. Um, those are just some of my hit tips for training over the holidays. And I haven't done this in a little while. I can't believe it. I'm embarrassed. I loved doing it in the beginning of my podcasts and I just haven't done it in a a little while. Breathe, Eliza, relax. I just get so excited, guys. So I used to, on the podcast, leave you guys with one measurable tip that you can do throughout the week until the next podcast. And just, you can 
to have it as a, te- a takeaway. And then one that is just for mental clarity and kind of just, um, you know, words of wisdom from me, the wise, as no one has ever called me. Okay, so my measurable tip for the week is something that you can do, and you can do it starting tomorrow. I do it every morning. It's great. It it did take some getting used to for me. So, of course, you want to start your day with 32 ounces of room temperature water, and then followed by your hot water with lemon and pink Himalayan sea salt. And then you can have your coffee. That's exactly how I do it. And before I know it, like honestly, halfway through my 32 ounces of room temperature water, I'm already going to the bathroom. Like it just clears my pipes out. I'm just good to go. Um, Not everyone is like that. I definitely have trained my body to try and go in the mornings just because I need that energy and I don't want to feel all bloated and heavy. So here's your measurable tip. Try to hold off on eating your first meal of the day until you've used the bathroom in the morning and you've had your conference call in the morning, keep sipping on your room temperature water, then your hot water with Himalayan sea salt and lemon, and then your coffee and give yourself a chance to saturate your insides. Remember, it's always easier to, um, ow, my elbow just popped, fuck. Um, Remember, it's always easier to slide down a wet water slide than a dry one. You catch my drift? And if that isn't working for you and you still need some time to adapt to that schedule or you need a little bit more times to get things going and you don't have that time in the morning, then obviously wake up a couple minutes earlier. I recommend doing that. Try and challenge yourself to not have any animal products in your breakfast. So wait until lunch. And the reason I say this is, again, I want to go back to the funnel analogy. So your body and your digestive tract is like a a funnel. So if you're loading up the funnel first thing in the morning with a bunch of heavy animal products like eggs and meat and stuff like that, or especially just meat, you know, eggs not as much as meat, but definitely meat. If you're adding in a bunch of meat and sausage and bacon to your breakfast, then that's going to clog up your funnel immediately. And then anything you put in to your body after that throughout the day is going to have to it's going to want to digest a little bit faster. So it's going to try and like race through all the heavy stuff that you put in, in the beginning, and it's not going to be able to get out. That's going to cause some discomfort. It's going to cause some bloating. I understand some people have different digestive systems and that's, you know, they have a really fiery digestive system. They might be able to poop after every meal or, you know, they have no problem at all. They're just not an issue. But that's not the case for a lot of people, especially women. Um, for In my case, I get super bloated super easily. So proper food combining and having my lighter meals in the morning and afternoon is always so damn helpful. Um, and then a mental takeaway for you guys, some words of wisdom. Here's my pill of wisdom. Um, so the holidays are basically here. And I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to about getting stressed over things like what they're bringing, uh, what dish they're going to bring, what dish is everyone going to bring. Trust me, there's going to be more than likely more than enough food to go around and stressing about how much they're going to be eating. And these things are all focused either in the future or in the past. And, And guess what? None of these things have either happened yet or they have happened and they're outside of your control and we can't turn back time. So challenge yourself when you start to think about the future and stressing yourself out, turn that into a moment when you are thinking about the present. The entire point of these holidays is to show what we're thankful for. 
and to be around our family and being around our friends and take a step back, unplug, reset, spend that quality time. So every time you're starting to panic about how much you've eaten or what you're doing, remember the root reason why you're here. You know, obviously the food is an amazing big staple part in this part in this time of year, but knowing that this time is to gather around the table, is to swap stories, is to listen, then I think that that is going to be huge. Um, I saw this quote the other day, and you might have seen me post it, but it said, listen twice, speak once. And that really resonated with me. So I'm trying my best to, as counterintuitive as that seems with my own podcast, it seems like I just love listening to myself. Um, I am trying to do a better job of just listening. So you're probably going to have some people in your family that you don't get super excited to talk to. Um, Just listen. You know, it's a great way to just practice your patience and practice just active listening. And that's going to honestly make them feel really, really good because they probably don't know you want to talk to them. And that happens to me mm, six times a week. And it's not fun, but just listen. So that was episode 15 of Hotter Than Health. I hope you all enjoy it and listen and share and like and comment. I'll put some notes in the show notes if you guys are interested in that Aura Organics protein powder that I use or the superfood spirulina. Um, But either way, if those are... um, If that's anything that resonates with you, feel free to reach out to me. Let me know how you use any of these tips in your day-to-day or let me know how I can be improving. I always want to take constructive criticism, so let me know. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back on next week um, for Hotter Than Health episode 16, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.